earlier today you were like, but show you did, you know, you giving me all these roses, which I appreciate. Yeah. But there was a period of about three years where I was that very person who mm-hmm. wasn't in church. Right. I, was, I left Blueprint. I was like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. But and were you announcing it and trying to teach people no, no, to no, bounce? No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't doing that. Right. To but, me, that's different. Yeah, yeah. so it's different in yeah. the sense that but this yeah. was before. This was like 2018 to yeah. about... Then the pandemic happens, mm-hmm. intensifies things because of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just of what pandemics yeah. do. Yeah. And there were, there were moments when I started to feel kind of like, like spiritual deadness. And praise God for job opportunities and just my alertness to where I was. And yeah. it drove me to go back to the church and finding like, yeah, like, I love being around people who understand the word, who communicate the word. He needs this. Is this on? Well, only you know, I'm saying that because something revived. See, it wasn't something new. You were revived to some things. Again, it's not that nothing's new. I was self-aware as well. I was, I was, I was self-aware that the, 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 the spirit which lived in me knew like if I continued in this way, it would lead to death. Discipleship is important in the church. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Um, um, investing in the lives of individuals is important. In 2022, there is a scarcity of individuals who we've talked about that are rightly divided in the scripture. Encourage me on you sending me off show, mm-hmm. go make disciples. Mm-hmm. Talk plainly to me. Yeah, yeah. What 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 are the tools and resources I need in order to go make disciples in a church, and what should I be looking for? What is faithfulness? What are you know? Yeah, yeah. Blank? Well, see, what I'm going to say almost seems like boo. No, just yeah. well, I'm just suggesting mm-hmm. that it may sound like boo because it's almost like a return back to fundamentals okay. for me. Yeah. So one. And again, I don't know if we already covered this on off camera or if we got this. We must develop a show must see himself as part of a people. I think your individual identity and your individual mission and ministry must be understood in the context of a more collective one. Mm-hmm because I believe that you are an announcement to the world that God redeems not just individuals, but that he puts them into his, his, his community, his crew. And I think that's both the church itself proper and networks. So this is almost Kuyperian for mm-hmm. people who know the term Abraham Kuyper, this mm-hmm. Dutch reform guy who used to talk about the church gathered, church scattered. And part of the church scattered was that believers should be on the lookout for other believers that are occupying in spaces that's outside of the gathered institutional Mm -hmm. church and come up with ways to bring their collective influence to bear on a particular sphere. Doesn't mean that's the only people that in the marketplace you only work with believers, but yeah. it does mean that you're particularly looking for people that you could band with so that you could 
take up some bandwidth. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> uh, that was but, nice. Uh, that was nice. But um, but I would say we have to get back to that because a, I just you know, I, I want to see the regular dude in Christ nice with the text because the people of God prioritize the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Again, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. That's mm -hmm. Colossians, right? It's talking about a people, right? Let the peace of Christ rule. That's unity. Like, I think that we we lost unity, and I think that we've lost a unity in culture that became a unity within the broad church that's affected the unity within smaller churches. In other words, I feel like there's a division between blacks and blacks in the church context mm -hmm. around things that are not supposed to separate us, right? So I think we have to get back to, are we a we? Um, who's the we? What do we do? Well, one, we're people of the word. We're going to be nice with it, not for platform, not for clicks, not for go to go viral, but because that's what that's what this people's mark is. Mm -hmm. But then. So in other words, I think we ought to sit in communities where we can dialogue like we did earlier about, OK, now let's talk about missional engagement, mm -hmm. because let's say you want to be the dude that just goes out there and you want to be Malcolm X. And I'm like, brother, I would commend King. Somebody who's going to have a little bit more reconciliation because that's Christian DNA mm -hmm. more than the other way. Right. Again, even if you don't agree, you can say I, t I get it in with my crew all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so that let's just say you go out there and you buck the community or more of a communal perspective. Then you go out there and things kind of shit get wobbly. You get to not just come back like I kind of like learned my lesson. It's. Hey, there was wisdom in the community and it begins to communicate. Hey, there is wisdom. I say this all the time to my wife. I cannot believe how often I buck your wisdom. And I have to say, yo, she is right. Mm -hmm. So in other words, it's not just I was wrong. It's also you were right. Gotcha. <laughs> Which yeah. strengthens that. Yeah. And it becomes more of a... See, see, I think the reason why people are, one of the things that contributes to the church getting such a bad rap in a way that I think is wrong, in a way that it shouldn't, is we're not acknowledging that the church was right on things yeah. where it's right on it, yeah. or that the church was helpful where it was helpful. We're almost acting like the church accidentally gets some things right. You don't need it. It's just that it can, like a broken clock. Yeah. It can be right two times a day. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just going like get back to like, no. So people of the word, a conscious we, engaging in like communities mm -hmm. of like, how's your, how's your missional engagement strategy mm -hmm. again? Uh, and then um, I would say we need to use platforms in a way that is geared to restore confidence in what people have lost confidence in. That's just me. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we should just be going off into the sunset. I don't think we should just be like, well, what do they already have confidence in? We're just going to have Christian voices there merely. I think we have to restore confidence in the church. I think we have to restore confidence in missions with a gospel-centered aim. I think we have to make bring clarity to, wait, but I'm an artist. Like, okay, yeah, that's different. Hip-hop is one thing that's more explicit, more, you know, straightforward genre. Oh, you're, okay, that's film. I understand that. Yeah. Okay, what, like, I think we have to 
maybe look Which at I something. I still don't agree with, but I, oh, okay, I appreciate bet. you. Yeah, well, if, yeah. But, but I like the, the parent. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, <laughs> I just think that making disciples is given to us in the scripts, right? Amen. Again, it's teach them to obey. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to get back to modeling obedience and then teaching obedience. Um, and again, through the word and, you know, we were, talk, we were talking about maybe kind of debating um, orthodoxy and how do we, how do we wrestle through what it means to be orthodox? And um, again, we do have some good scholars on the move that's really showing us some things that we, that we have to contend with. Um, I just think that that's what it starts with. Yeah. It, yeah, I just think that's, those are some of the things it starts with. What does joy look like? What, what, what makes you happy? Mm -hmm. what, what is you bring me joy, joy when I'm down. So, <laughs> um, let's see. I feel so often that theologians are miserable. Miserable. <laughs> I like well, you can read in antiquity. Let me just say something. They're this, always, let me throw you for a loop. No, and right. I no, you're right. I'm right. intentionally no, asking right. this question for right. that reason because no, right. I thought right. through it. Yeah. I said when I'm with Deuce, it seems like he's always burdened grieved and, and grieved. burdened. You always pose these questions. That's why I'm asking you. Excellent. <laughs> what brings you joy? I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm talking about like even but when I don't I see how people can say that. I am always, well, yeah, I am primarily burdened and I'm talking through the burdens because I'm looking for people who share those burdens so we can do something about those burdens. Because, you know, yeah. if the camera wasn't rolling, yeah. we'd just be bugging. Right right, right? right, right. So, yeah, I guess I am usually talking about burdens. Why? Because to me, the beginning is being burdened. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd be like anybody, right? Yeah. Start a company because you were burdened that they didn't yeah. have this, that, right? To, so, yeah, right, so, so exactly. Is that the loop you're gonna throw me for? You said you're gonna throw me no, for No, 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 okay. uh, what was I saying? I said, oh, I said what gives you joy? Ah, the, I'm gonna throw you for a loop. Ah, I forgot it, I forgot it. It'll come back like to me. you always burdened or grieved or that? Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, it'll it'll um it'll come back if right, if it's gonna come back. Uh, but yeah, what what comes what brings me joy? Um, sounds super spiritual, but what brings me joy brings me back to why I'm always burdened. Um, the advancement of the gospel yeah. through people, um, the advancement of the gospel um, to the end that disciples will be made. Now let me tell you what I mean. It reminds me of Paul. Again, the letter to the Philippians. Absolutely. It's yeah. all about rejoice, rejoice. And joy is, you bring me joy, mm -hmm. Philippians, because yeah. you're standing with me. You're standing with me in my defense and my confirmation of the gospel. Um, you bring me joy because you revive your concern for me. You had opportunities, says that in chapter four, mm -hmm. but you know, you didn't have the ability, but now you have the opportunity and the ability and the willingness. Um, so you bring me joy. So are you seeing that? Like, I know theologically you believe that brings you joy, but today, Oh, well, right of course. Now, I, uh, is, uh, well, like, let me, okay, I, excellent point, excellent point. I see it, but it's disconnected, it's scattered. It's dis okay. So, I'm burdened by the fact that I can't, I no longer am brought into, now somebody could say it's happening, I just know they don't invite me if they, so they don't see me, they don't, they don't know. So there's, there, to me, with the exception of maybe Dehati Lewis, as, a, as one of those guys who has historically has had platform, right? And I'm not talking about a pastor bringing me to his church mm -hmm. for the most part, but I'm just talking about when people think collectively, 
get people in the room who ooze these passions and share these burdens, no one's calling me, right? So that's just one. <clears throat> it could be because I don't have all of the things that you say that most people need today. You know, oh man, he has to be the dude that gets the clicks. He has to be the dude that whatever, right? But um, I don't get it. But I don't stand back and watch them do it either for the most part. Um, somebody could say, yo, we don't know what we're doing. That's my point. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. So if you're doing it, I do know, like let's say the Jew threes and galvanizing the scholarships, the scholars, the influencers for the sake of, um, again, I don't know what, how they would describe it, but it seems like theology, particularly with a black emphasis, yeah. let's just say. Um, so some places, once again, it's not like something they bring me to. So I don't get to see it close up. Um, uh, so the, I don't get the chance to see the togetherness for this gospel, yeah. urban edition. Right. Right. But I see it in people. I have a list of about, again, 50 dudes that to me are people who fit the description and the gospel is reigning in their in, in like in their lives My and then the, the yeah yeah you definitely I think just, yeah i think you got 51 uh, now. Uh, <laughs> nah, you, you are one if, if you're not on my list written it's because i didn't know if you wanted to be on my list written but i <laughs> just i, I want to yeah, be on the list okay, amen praise god list. Amen. And, well, and no that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> no amen yes, yes. <laughs> when you so, hear me so you, you rejoice as paul to the <laughs> well i do and i told you that i yeah. told you that when i came in and i'm telling you that a minute ago when you said yeah. what's the it you uh -huh. got it you have what we're talking about the fusion of these burdens and these passions if anything again like yeah. i just sometimes feel like you think I'm not whatever, you know, not in a, you know, we always joke about right. how we see each other. But um, so, yes, that's what brings me joy. Literally, right. that my wife will tell you, that's what brings me joy. Sure. Absolutely. Family and wife. And, right. you know, I, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Let me ask you another mm -hmm. question. Um, you are one of my favorite communicators. You are one of my favorite rappers. You, <laughs> you, I won't just say you, but the cross movement, you guys created a culture of, I was talking to my brother Kenny Petty about the spilling in between songs. Mm -hmm. And this is why I think uh, a lot of my contemporaries, Christian rappers, who either now pastors or people who've transitioned to the other communication careers are um, leaps ahead of maybe people who, you know, didn't have the same path as us is because we got practice in front of crowds and speaking and articulating because of after rapping, we saw you preach for 15 minutes, <laughs> do a song, <laughs> preach for 10 minutes, do it. And I was saying, like, mm -hmm. you you had to be good in order for us to come to a concert and be like, yo, y'all right, don't stop right, talking right. and rap. But right. we, we were engaged. Right. And, right. and in the same sense, I think we learned how to. Yeah. So I, I say all that to one, give you your flowers and to say that um, I appreciate not only your skill set, but the culture you, you guys helped to create. Excellent. Give us keys this is like you, yeah. you you're your professor yeah. at southeastern seminary yeah. yeah for people who want to communicate and teach like what are some keys yeah. to yeah. wow i find myself excellent. teaching more excellent like yeah. Yeah. i probably won't go to seminary yeah, yeah. but i but need you some, might I, I, but you, i might you, i could yeah because yeah. a lot of stuff it seems like you said you weren't gonna yeah, you and now you <laughs> <laughs> but nah amen amen yeah but yeah, yeah.
What are some What are some very important the keys? Ah, uh, the keys. The um, keys to the I guess I'm. I'm just gonna say. See again. I'm. I only know one kind of communication. That is trying to communicate the heart and the mind of God, yeah. as understood from the print. Uh, I'm not saying that everything has to be a expositional sermon, but. Um, I do believe that let him who speaks speaks as though it were the very burdens of God, oracles, mm -hmm. oracles of God, right? Uh, so I would think that it's merely um, trying to get people to encounter, again, divine perspective. See, that's why, and I don't like them having divine to... Divine perspective. Okay, like, right, right, yeah. I will. I don't like them having to decipher... No, I think there's a place for that. Mm -hmm. You were talking about, yeah, but if you look in there and you see it, you can tell. Right. And the part Praise that was God. cutting out. <laughs> the part we cut out that we're not using. Yeah, anyway. Okay. So there, 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 there are certain presentations of truth where the truth is in there and you can see it if you. Yeah. I'm, so I'm thinking about people who are communicating um, truth. Like, I want people, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely letting you know I'm communicating the heart of God, the mind of God through 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 the through the word of God, and I want you to know it. To ye, to leverage the preaching like field, mm -hmm. um, th there's a rule of thumb, and that is, give people the word, and show them where you got it from. Now, again, I'm not going to put that on just a random spill or just communication. But for me, I think it is. How do I help people to appreciate the wisdom and where it comes from, mm -hmm. and um, I think it's looking for analogies. Of course, I'm always going to be a fan of conveying divine truth in the current moment, right? Yeah. Uh, and leveraging, again, and you do this well, so you know, what, leveraging creative ways to resonate with people to let them know that what has been said still is usable right now in light of this current moment. So I just think communication is being committed to the word, being committed to showing people and helping them discover where it comes from, helping them to understand the difference between divine thought and just common sense. I think we need to teach people that the two are not equal, the two are not one. Uh, that's why I like to delineate between general revelation and special revelation. Always been a fan of, if you wanna do general revelation, amen. Just understand it's general revelation. Mm -hmm. It's not special revelation. Uh, they serve different purposes by God's design. Uh, and then I say, again, if, as you relevantly uh, display that the what's once for all spoken is now relevant and, and for, for right now, uh, we got to embody it. So mm -hmm. I think that we ought to be proclaiming things that we personally embody or we vividly cast people's uh, sites on those who do. So I guess it becomes like when we leverage people from historical figures or icons, we show them. Listen, man, I think there's something to learn from Jay-Z. I think there's something to learn. Again, like I was saying, Yassine Bey and Talib Kweli. I think there's something to learn from these urbanite, these, these urban, urbanite, godless sometimes, secular, but they're modeling how to mature as people who come from the same context. Again, things are different. Mm -hmm. Again, social media is changing everything. But I listen to the, especially those in the 40 Club and beyond, yeah. I listen to them because they say the same things. They say, because you know, I'm not really up on that. Uh, let me leverage something. They was, I was looking at one of these podcasts and the dude said, you know, we lived it and was trying to get away from it. He said, these young people, they don't live it, but they're trying to get toward it. <laughs> They're trying to go through their music toward what right. we were in and we're trying to go away from. Mm -hmm. 
I think that we as believers who communicate divine perspective have to lead people towards something and because if they're just in the stream, the current will take them away. That's why I'm a fan of more adamant and emphatic, explicit, like details, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, so I think those are some of the some keys.